Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Pauling. Today, we are on a journey through Scripture. We hope you'll join us as we make 66 stops through each book of the Word of God. The minor prophets, for the most part, are fairly brief. That's why they are referred to as minor prophets. And yet, the prophet we come to today is the longest of the minor prophets. His name is Zechariah. His name actually means the one Jehovah remembers. Aren't you glad God has promised never to forget you? He remembers you today. I hope you'll remember Him. The Bible says in Zechariah chapter 1, verse 1, that Zechariah was the son of a man named Barakai, who was the son of Edo. Now it's interesting, but if you look at the meaning of each of those three names, Zechariah means the one Jehovah remembers, Barakai means Jehovah blesses, and Edo means appointed time. If you put the names together, it means Jehovah remembers to bless in his appointed time. And indeed he does. Zechariah talks about such a season. He was a prophet and a priest who started his ministry as a very young man. And you'll remember that he is a contemporary of Haggai, who we've just studied. And both of these men concentrated on the Lord's blessing on the new temple. Chapters 1-8 through of this book were written during the work on the temple, and then chapters 9-14 through were written after its completion. And so he brings us through this, this rebuilding process, this restoration that is going on as the people come back and the temple is rebuilt after the Babylonian captivity. Now, as a contemporary of Haggai, though he's slightly younger, uh, he, he focuses on the same goal, but they're different. Uh, you might say it this way, Haggai was the realist, Zechariah was the visionary. Uh, Haggai in many ways focused on the material aspects of building the house, but Zechariah focused more on the spiritual emphasis. Uh, Haggai's message was, be strong. Zechariah's message was, here's how. And so let me give you the key verse of this book. It's an amazing verse. It's frequently quoted, yet very few people know exactly where it's found in the Bible or the context. It's Zechariah chapter 4 and verse number 6. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Oh, can you think of a verse that we need any more than that verse today in the work of God. And the thing that you're dealing with today, it's not by your mind. It's not by your power. It is by the Spirit of the living God. You need more than your own resources. You need what God alone can do. Zechariah gives eight visions in the opening chapters of this book. Then he gives four sermons and then he closes with two burdens. But if you take all of that and boil it down to one message, the one great message of this book is we need the empowering of the Holy Spirit of God. May I tell you, all of the things I could show you from Zechariah today, all of the things you could study today from the Word of God, if you boil it all down to one thing, the greatest need we all have is we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, we can do nothing Without the empowering of the Christ who lives inside of us, all is in vain. And so I want to ask you, would you pray today, God, fill me with the Holy Spirit. 
Would you pray today, Lord, I'm trusting not my might, not my power, but the might and power of your Holy Spirit. He is the all-powerful God living inside of you. Now, the key word of the book is the word jealous, and our God is a jealous God. And there's a verse that I'd like to read to you from Zechariah chapter 8 and verse number 2, where the Bible says, Thus saith the Lord, I am returned unto Zion, and will dwell in the midst of Jerusalem, and Jerusalem shall be called a city of truth, and the mountain of the Lord of hosts, the holy mountain. That's verse 3. If you back up to verse 2, the Bible says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I was jealous for Zion with great jealousy, and I was jealous for her with great fury. Three times he uses the word jealous. Notice in verse 3 he says he's returned. Isn't it wonderful when God comes in, when the Lord's presence is there? But I want to tell you, our God is a jealous God. The Holy Spirit that lives inside of you, He's a jealous God. He doesn't want you to give your love and affection and attention to anyone but Him. He deserves it. He demands it. He desires it. And so today, the Bible says in the New Testament that the Spirit that dwelleth within us lusteth to envy. It's the same idea as the Holy Spirit in Zechariah being a jealous God. What does it mean? It means today the Holy Spirit wants all of you, not part of you. He doesn't want some, some cursory glance, some peripheral prayer. He wants to be your everything, your all in all, the center and the circumference of your life. He wants to guide your every step, to order your every thought, to control every word. And the only way that can happen is when we yield ourselves to the control of the Holy Spirit of God that lives inside of us. You see, the temple is just all formality. It's empty religious ritual apart from the Holy Spirit. So many of us have become temples where Christ dwells and yet very little power is seen. Why is that? Because we're pretty good at going through the motions, but we're leaning on our own effort and energy instead of the control and power of the Holy Spirit of God. Oh, get acquainted with the God who lives inside of you. Get acquainted with the Holy Spirit of God Himself. And this is a beautiful truth. Did you know that Zechariah gives more prophecies of Christ than any other prophetic book except for Isaiah? Now, Isaiah is much bigger, much longer than Zechariah. And Zechariah is second to only Isaiah. As a matter of fact, when you read through the book, Christ is referred to as the branch. He's the priest and the king. He's the just and the lowly one who's coming riding on a colt. He's the cornerstone. He's the nail. He's the bow of promise. He's the spirit of grace. He's the pierced one. They shall look on me whom they've pierced. He's the fountain. He's the shepherd. He's the king of all the earth. He's the Lord of hosts. Read it for yourself. Read the book of Zechariah and you keep seeing Jesus, Christ, over and over and over again. Can I tell you why there's so much Christ in the book of Zechariah? Because Zechariah was being filled and led by the Holy Spirit. And remember Jesus said when the Holy Spirit comes upon a person, Christ will be lifted up. The Holy Spirit doesn't speak of Himself. He speaks of the Lord Jesus Christ. And one of the great marks and characteristics of a Spirit-filled life is you'll make much of Jesus. You'll think much of Jesus. You'll speak much of Jesus. And I'm convinced of this. I'm convinced if we, all of us, were more filled with the Holy Spirit, Christ would be more known in our world. Christ would be spoken of more frequently. He would be loved and He would be adored. I'll tell you what we need. We need an army of people like Zechariah 
We need an army of people in our generation who want to do more than go through the motions of religious ritual, who want to do more than just have a temple, have a building, who, who truly desire to be controlled by the Holy Spirit and to lift up Jesus Christ so that everyone can come to know the true and living God. Would you take Zechariah and make this your prayer today? Lord, not by my might, not by my power, but by your Spirit. O oh Lord, fill us today with the Holy Spirit of God. Friend, did you know that the purpose of the Bible is not to know the Bible, the facts, the people, the places, but instead the purpose of the Bible is to know God. Do you know Him? Do you know that God has already done everything necessary for you to know Him? Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay for your sin debt. It is our prayer that you will trust Jesus today. If you'd like additional help in your Christian life, be sure to visit our website, scottpauley.org. Among the many resources we have available, we're excited to make available to you a Journey Through Scripture daily Bible reading plan. This will be a tremendous help in our current study. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey.